and welcome to this edition of Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. We're going to have a fun one with this one because we are talking about movies starring Woody Harrelson. And here to join me, a cheers to you, my love. <laughs> love it. Is my lovely wife, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing today? I am doing great. And I love the nod to cheers because <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, that was my first introduction to Woody Harrelson as an actor. And <laughs> oh, he's he's done a lot since. Oh, just just a few things, you know, just a few things here. Um, and yes, Cheers was absolutely our first, you know, our first introduction to to Woody Harrelson, of course, who played Woody on the show. Um, but but we are about to go through his filmography and pick three movies, movies only, not TV shows movies and pick three of them a keep a watch and a pass the keep is one that we hold in absolute high regard the watch is one where hey you know what if it's on you know kind of like cheers even with commercials you know we'll watch it and the pass is one that we might leave on the shelf at the blockbuster also what's a blockbuster i miss blockbuster please bring back blockbuster all right but we're going to start with our keep film so carrie woody harrelson what is your keep film I am keeping his performance as Mickey Knox in Natural Born Killers. I should have put money down on this one. <laughs> you I, knew I that really was should. I really should. But I should I should have known. I should know. But since I mean I know you, I knew you were gonna pick this, but why don't you let our audience know why this was your keep film? Oh my god. I mean, he just absolutely n- hit it out of the park I mean he was frightening and yet again there was that connection with Mallory Knox you know like they they were madly in love and madly killing everybody who got in their way (laughs) or everyone they encountered right it was just it was so dark yet a dark romantic movie like I, I don't know I just absolutely loved it yeah it's probably the most f-ed up version of the Bonnie and Clyde story if, if you could put it out there and you know other movies have tried to do this I mean I remember when we were doing the um the grading on a curve movies of 2023 and we were talking about um Johnny and Clyde and how that movie a that movie should never be watched again and that I'm never ever watching that film again but I mean that's the thing like the whole you know star-crossed lovers on an absolute murder spree like that 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 trope not the trope but that storyline has been done but maybe not as good as natural born killers and I know you love this film but can I just say too it was the connection with Juliette Lewis like it was just the two of them were again like so madly in love and just so incredibly mad. Oh, yeah. And just, like, completely unhinged. No, and of course, directed by Oliver Stone, written by Quentin Tarantino. And you yep. take a look at the the cast, right? Like, Robert Downey Jr., Tommy Lee Jones, Tom Sizemore. Like, this is a killer cast. And, yes, Juliette Lewis is stellar in this. Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, yeah, but I hate to break your heart when I tell you that Natural Born Killers actually does qualify for It's Not That Bad. Well, then we shall talk about it later. <laughs> you know, just not that I'm putting something on your radar, but I'm kind of putting something 
something on your radar because on Rotten Tomatoes, yes, it does have an 81% audience score, but it's also sitting at a 50%, 5-0, critic score. So by our rules, that film can be talked about. The tomato is green, the movie can be seen. But I'm going to put this out to you, though, because there's a few films that Tarantino, because you know, we've, we've talked about this. You're, you are a Tarantino not fanatic, but definitely aficionado. I think, I think that's the... <laughs> Big the, fan. The, yes. Big fan right here. Well, no, yeah. no, I'm trying to keep it classy here. Aficionado. Well, I mean, yeah, that does sound fancier. It does, right? <laughs> I feel like we should be talking about, you know, the, the movies of which you are an aficionado while having charcuterie. By the way, of all of my Tarantino figures, I don't have any. From Natural Born Killers. I don't know I'm if there sure. were any made from I'm not Natural sure if Born it Killers. No, I don't know. But, but but of movies that Tarantino wrote, because I mean, we talked. We I think it was our second episode was movies directed by Quentin Tarantino, and this film would not have qualified because it was directed by Oliver Stone. Mm-hmm. So let's let's relive this. Would Natural Born Killers have been your keep film in a movies written by Tarantino? Um, ooh, uh, it, it would, it would be a watch, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not keep, only because I can kind of think of another one that I would, I would keep. Yeah, but I mean, the, the thing Save is. Save that just in case, well, <laughs> in if, case if, we talk about it later. If memory serves, Jackie Brown was your keep film in movies directed by Tarantino, but he didn't write it. Right. So, no, because yeah. that would be Elmer Leonard. So you would have to remove Jackie Brown for movies written by Tarantino. <laughs> so, no, I, I, kind of, I kind of picture this would be like that, you know, meme with the, the red rope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of... Tarantino's movies kind of like screen capped and then I would be like okay so this one screenplay this was directed starring (laughs) you know and all three exactly right okay I I didn't mean to throw a a number pair question at you here but that's what we do here on the show we we wing it Uh, my keep film and I think you'll agree that this is definitely a watch at any point in time is Zombieland (laughs) That is also my watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit I will never look at a Twinkie the same way again. I know. I mean, the thing is, you, you take a look at this cast, right? Uh, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, who was just wonderful in this. I even like Jesse Eisenberg in this. Like, this is one of the few films where I sit there and go, Jesse Eisenberg was the perfect guy for this role. Mm-hmm. Like, kudos to everyone in this cast like it was it was absolutely solid I, and that's like it may be one of my favorite zombie films now we're talking the first one we're right? talking the first one yes, not the abs- second one exactly right <laughs> so yeah no like i mean of of the main four people in that woody harrelson jesse eisenberg emma stone and abigail breslin like it was a phenomenal cast best cameo by bill murray Oh, my God. <laughs> right? So, yeah, no, like, this is, and, and I admit, I have not watched Zombieland Double Tap yet. I feel like that's, you know, a, a crime against humanity at some point, and I, I probably have to rectify that, but, yeah, Zombieland's just a gem, and... If we ever do a zombie movies keep watch pass, I have to think that this is probably going to be up there. Are you sure it won't be the Bill Murray, uh, Adam Driver 
What was that zombie oh, movie? Oh, The Help Dead me. Don't Die. The Dead Don't Die. Like, I'm telling you right now, if we do a zombie movies keep watch past, the dead point, <laughs> the dead don't die is going to be so passed upon. Like, whoo. I'm just shocked you didn't walk us out of the theater. I thought it about ended. it. I know. I thought about it. I know you were antsy in your chair. I'm like, uh, are, are you okay? Yeah. Have like, some popcorn. It was, it was <laughs> like, I needed more snacks to Here, keep me there. That's ha- have, have a Snickers. <laughs> and the problem, the, okay. I, I recognize I'm going off topic here, but you started this. <laughs> Snickers you, alert. You brought this rant upon yourself. You knew. You, <laughs> you, it's like you saw the big red trigger button and you said, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna hit the chaos button right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like baby Groot. Like, don't push the red button. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> well, I am Groot going to rant the hell about this here, okay? So when we saw the trailer for The Dead Don't Die, we... Both of us were like, this looks like quirky and fascinating and fun. And the trailer way oversold the film. And it's like all the best parts were in the trailer and you did not need to spend the hour and a half of your life in there because it was horrible. Kudos to the editor. Of of the trailer, yes. (laughs) Of the movie, not so much. But of the trailer, yes, absolutely. Like, whew. Although the funny thing is, it was actually on TV again recently, and I was like, there's absolutely nothing else on. So I started watching again, like, oh yeah, I f***ing hate this film. Why am I still watching this? You were hate watching it. I was hate watching it. You were hoping the zombies were going to manifest themselves in our living room and end it. (laughs) But the funny thing is, I found something good to say about that film. Oh. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. After this rant. After this rant. In, in hate watching the film, and maybe it was one of those things where we went in really expecting something that was fun and quirky, and it wasn't that. So now I, I jump into watching the film, and I'm like, there is nothing else on, and I can't really fathom the idea of jabbing something sharp into my temples to make the pain stop. And I realized that this film actually features a very decent Selena Gomez performance. She's like one of the the few shining lights in this movie. So in hate watching The Dead Don't Die again, I don't know why I do this to myself, but here we are. I have praise for Selena Gomez in that film. That's about it. Would you like a Twinkie? Ugh, I, I would like a Twinkie, yes. <laughs> I, I want to enjoy a Twinkie like Tallahassee in Zombieland. That's what I want to do. I... I, I <laughs> No one's ever going to like a Twinkie like him. Aww. Well, since Zombieland is also your watch film, I guess I get to have the watch category all to myself here. So I'm going to take it. And I'd say this is a guilty pleasure, but I have zero guilt about liking this film. It's semi-pro. Now, normally, normally I'm not the biggest fan of Will Ferrell comedies, but this one, and it's it's definitely not because of Will Ferrell. And Woody Harrelson is actually like the straight guy in the film as far as the comedy goes. Andre Benjamin, Andre frickin' 3000 as Coffee Black in this film is so funny. And I'll give credit where credit is due. When it comes to sports comedy films, Will Ferrell does a very, very good job. Semi-Pro might be my favorite. I, I like it better than Talladega Nights, that's for sure. Semi-Pro is like one of those little unheralded gems. And as we saw with Be Cool, which we covered on the on the podcast, 
many many moons ago andre 3000 has it as a way of stealing scenes that he's in oh dabu <laughs> dabu Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right. So since that's my watch film, I'm going to go to you now for your pass film. What's your what's your pass on Woody Harrelson? I have got to pass the man from Toronto. <laughs> because how many times we made it a drinking game and I almost died <laughs> every time they said the man from Toronto. It made me so embarrassed <laughs> to be from Toronto. Uh no, I you know what? I am I'm passing. You're passing on that movie. And I think it's not Woody's fault. No. On this one. He he was it's, one of the saving graces of that film. It's it's Kevin Hart. Mm. Let's be honest. Well, you don't like Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't we talked about him you know in a recent episode of keep watch pass eventually let me put it this way if you ever want to know if i'm pissed off at you sweetie we'll be doing an episode of keep watch pass on kevin hart films okay but what the hell did i do to you <laughs> like for to, that, to for that first me... grading on a curve for movies of 2022 yeah right to make me watch see, this movie see, and Oh, and me time. Yeah, me time. Well, see, that's not really my fault. Let me explain. Okay, let me explain. So when we were picking movies for that, movies of 2022, for grading on a curve, I had to pick the worst of the worst. It's not my fault that Kevin Hart doubled down on the worst of the worst from that year. It's not my fault. It's all, blame Kevin Hart. I, I think as soon as you say the worst of the worst, Kevin Hart just automatically falls under that category see no uh, now i'm curious I'm, and i'm not going to ask you what it would be because you know i know it's going to take you some time to process this question here but could you find a keep film of movie starring kevin hart um didn't he voice he voiced one of the dogs in strays okay right okay so there was that he also 
voiced um one of the characters in Captain Underpants. The, the bunny uh in Secret Life of Pets. So basically any movie where you don't see Kevin Hart, you're fine with him. His voice work I can I can get behind. Um there was another one too that I'm thinking. Um you, you mentioned Captain Underpants, that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, he is great for cartoon voices. Like he's very True. animated and he carries that very very well. So we found something nice to say about Kevin Hart. Right. As long as I don't, I don't know, maybe. Why do I get the feeling Kevin Hart to you is like Adam Sandler to me? I think so. Yeah. With with rare moments of of brightness. And that's the thing. I can take very, you know, select scenes. Like when he was being chased by a cheetah. Mm-hmm. That was funny. So so basically... <laughs> when he's running for his life. So, so if you don't see him on screen or if he's being mortally wounded, you're fine with Kevin Hart. Good with it, yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Harsh. Okay. Oh. I, I hope Kevin Hart never listens to this episode. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he's going to see movies starring Woody Harrelson and be like, I wonder what they say about Bam from Toronto. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's a very nice man. Oh, I'm sure he absolutely he is. Like, and again, this is nothing against him personally. Yeah, let's separate the man from the art. Right? Yeah, well, absolutely. And yeah. that's the thing. You you can lo- you can like the man and dislike the art, and it doesn't affect how you feel about the person. That's completely fine with that. Okay, my past film, and again, might surprise you here. My pass is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, no. Oh, yes, I, I did. I struggled with not having that as at least my watch. See, I liked the first Venom film. I did. And we have covered the first Venom film on on It's Not That Bad. So you can go back and listen to us actually praise that one. Because, you know, as much as people want to poo-poo all over the Sony Spider-Verse... I'm sorry, but Venom's actually a pretty damn good film. Um, but with Venom, Let There Be Carnage, it felt it felt like, and if we go back to um, the movies starring Karen Gillan episode, you were kind of poo-pooing on Thor, Love and Thunder, and I think rightfully so. Um, I think with Venom, Let There Be Carnage, it falls under the same, they try to put too much humor in it. And the thing is, I felt like Woody Harrelson's portrayal of Cletus Cassidy, because Cletus Cassidy is an absolute psychotic killer, and yes, he looked like him from the comic books, but I felt it was almost a little too comic booky. at least the portrayal of Cletus Cassidy. Like, I, I want an absolute raving lunatic for Cletus Cassidy, but like almost like a simmering Cletus Cassidy, like someone who whose very presence doesn't make you scared, makes you uneasy. But doesn't the humor almost make it a little more frightening? If, <sighs> if you could laugh along with... It's almost kind of like the Harley Quinn theory. I, that if you can laugh along with it, then it's maybe even more frightening when it becomes scary. You know what I wanted to see out of Woody Harrelson in this? I wanted to see less Jared Leto jo- Joker and more... Um, Heath Ledger Joker I think had he had that chaos embodiment right like that that ready to blow at any moment but he's just simmering on the edge the whole time but I, I felt his Cletus Cassidy was a was a bit too 
trying for a more I, and and I I do I I get that they're trying to you know at least appeal to a wider audience with the with the Venom films because let's be honest if you're doing a superhero film you know an R rating can handcuff you so they tried to make it I think as you know mass appeal as possible keeping in mind that it is rated PG thirteen like had they gone full R then I think you could have had a very simmering, scary, and subtly psychotic Cletus Cassidy. But I think you almost had to put him a little over the top to be able to hold on to that PG-13. It's interesting that you say that because I find that Woody Harrelson as an actor is incredibly, like, he commands respect. Like, he is just an authority authoritative character in whatever role he's playing like just you see him on screen and you're like okay we better follow suit or shit's gonna get real yeah. <laughs> like so almost to add the humor is maybe even i find more frightening because just to look at him he just has that very i don't know like he's he's he can he can play comedy wonderfully but he just has that very stern visual feature right like like again um there there was one movie where the the still was um showed him to be an officer i'm trying to think i'm actually looking back trying to find um which movie it was but if you just picture an authoritative figure you think of woody harrelson right right but then to give him that humor is almost kind of like you don't quite know which way it's going to go. I, I I get that. Maybe I just wanted a bit more, a bit more Mickey in his Cletus Cassidy. I think that's what this needed. I think he needed to almost go back to that kind of. He wasn't humorous though. No, I know, but that's the thing. I wanted that oh. in Cletus Cassidy. I wanted more Mickey in there. Uh, okay. For the record, by the way, when we talked about Venom. That movie has an 80% audience score with a 30% tomatometer. Venom Let There Be Carnage has an 84% audience score and a 57% tomatometer. So the critics actually liked this one better. It just didn't sit as well as the first one did for me. I just enjoyed the first movie more. I I think, I don't know. I, I liked it more. Yeah. I mean, they are... I think they're filming now Venom 3. So yeah. I'll be curious to see what they do. Because, I mean, the other thing, too, is that the first Venom ended with a big CGI glob fight between Venom and, and the other one. And here you had the film end with a big CGI glob fight between Venom and Carnage. Like, I, I get it. I know most superhero films, the villain is going to have a very similar or identical power set to the hero at least in those origin stories and i get that if you're going to do a venom film you're gonna want to have carnage and this is the first time we've ever had carnage in a live action film I, i i it felt like carnage needed to be saved for like the third one and you needed some other kind of villain in venom but i don't know who you would put in there do you think they're gonna bring back his ex-wife's character i don't know 
the 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 lady venom thing yeah yeah i, yeah. I don't know if they are or not i don't know what they're going to do with venom 3. i kind of hope they do i mean because I love that arc. Well, Michelle Williams is great to begin with. Like she's she's a phenomenal actress, um, Oscar winning, I, I think, but don't quote me on that. Like absolutely phenomenal actress and can do pretty much anything she wants. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if she's going to be in Venom three or not. I, I I hope she is. But the other thing too is that you know now that you're opening up the Spider Verse. And we are recording this before Madam Web has come out into the theater. So we don't know how that movie is going to affect all of the Sony Spider-Verse films or how it's going to affect the MCU. So sky's the limit for the for the Sony Spider-Verse and, and Venom 3. I just hope that they stay away from the symbiote versus symbiote fight and they actually have symbiote versus a different type of power set character that's that's just the geek in me wanting this more than i could possibly imagine but here we are gary thank you so much now before we go please remind our listeners what your keep watch and past movies were for movies starring woody harrelson I am keeping natural born killers I'm watching Zombieland and I am passing a hard pass on the man from Toronto and I am keeping Zombieland I am watching semi-pro and I am passing on Venom let there be carnage Carrie thank you so much for this now to you our listeners before we go I want to remind you March is just around the corner we have a very special month for you for keep watch pass all mondays are going to be razzy themed so be sure to tune in every monday in march for a razzy themed episode of keep watch pass until then you guys know the drill if there is a topic that you want us to cover hit us up on social media at not that badcast or go to our website at notthatbadcast.com and while you're there check out all of our other shows and hit up our coming soon page and let us know your thoughts and your picks on all the shows that we are recording in the near future until next time she's carrie i'm jay you guys are awesome this is keep watch pass on the it's not that bad podcast channel a proud member of the pantheon podcast network take care it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play whether you play fantasy football daily fantasy sports or do a little bit of everything fantasy points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.